Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag healthy you, wealthy you. Good morning, good morning. I'm feeling good except pretty hot at this time of the morning and with this heat wave that has just hit Johannesburg. How are you feeling, Faggy? Really good, actually. I think a lot of people are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, Adol. I'm sick and tired of the heat. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not here to feel sick and tired. We're here to feel much, much better and on our quest to find ways that we can actually heal ourselves. We are going to discuss today the art of finding calm. Isn't that, isn't that something that you want? We all want the art of finding calm. And we're going to be speaking to a lovely lady by the name of Lee Cabral. She's been in the fitness industry for 30 years, beginning her career as a professional dancer, traveling the world. And then she became, she went on to qualify as a personal trainer, a Pilates instructor, a breathwork practitioner, a lymphatic therapist and nervous system regulation. And she has a holistic approach to wellness and her passion is educating, treating and advising clients on effective tools and techniques to improve their overall health and performance. So this is your chance now. Uh, Faye and I met Lee just a week ago, um, actually at a session that she was giving and we were really, really taken by the, 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 the power of, of finding calm, of moving a body, of breathing, and we are going to unpack it together. I have to add, though, Adol, the rest of the day I felt pretty amazing. Even after you saw back the after, <laughs> after, after, it felt <laughs> good. Excellent. If you'd like to join the conversation, 34519 is our SMS line, 0618951019, our telegram number. Good morning, Lee. Thank you for joining us today. Morning, morning, everybody. Thank you for having me. Okay, so let's be, we'll, you, hopefully by the end of uh, our, our hour together, we are going to understand a little bit more about the art of finding calm. Let's, you know, you spoke a lot about down regulation. So let's have a definition of that and, and kick off from there. Well, down regulation is trying to get ourselves out of the stress response, that fight flight response we often, that overwhelm we find ourselves in and moving into a calmer, more peaceful place. So it's being present in the moment, being aware and calm within stressful situations. So we're learning to down-regulate our nervous system to find that peaceful calm that we should naturally be able to get into. However, we struggle. I mean, let's face it, today in this today's world, we are... We are inundated with stresses. We are overwhelmed. We are overworked. We are overstimulated. And the body physiologically is really struggling to get back into that parasympathetic response, that calm spots in between. So we are almost stuck in this vicious cycle of upregulation, of being stressed, feeling overwhelmed. And we're seeing so many symptoms today that medication is not really going to help, unfortunately. You know, we as as human beings, we are natural beings. We're part of nature and the body can heal itself given the right environment. So we've got to look at what is our internal environment and what is my external environment and how can I influence that to create the right environment for healing? Why do we need to downregulate? Sorry? Why do we need to downregulate? To get, uh, to find balance within the physiological, biological body. 
Otherwise, if we are stuck in this system of overstressed, overanxious, it affects every system within the body. So our body is an ecosystem, and every single system affects another system. So it's like taking a tablet. You know, it has this knock-on effect. It influences this. It influences that. And it has this complete cascading effect. So the same with the, with the nervous system. If we are constantly under stress, you know, it's not always stress that is the issue. It's the amount of stress and the length that we are under the stress. I mean, some people are in the stress response for years, and they don't even realize it. You know, it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years. And that fatigue we feel, our body is just completely exhausted because we are exhausting all the systems within the body because we are stuck in the sympathetic mode. So we need to down-regulate to find balance, homeostasis, biological balance within the body. That is the purpose, to find that that calm again and that peacefulness within us. So when the nervous system goes into this dysregulation, mm. right, what, what type of symptoms? Let's, let's try to define the symptoms that, you know, that are, are yeah. common. And well, you, oh, you're dysregulated. There are a lot of symptoms. I mean, I know, you know, there's so many things that, that, that happen in the body this day and age because we are so under so much pressure. We're so busy. There's so many toxins we're dealing with. So, and that we, even the food we're eating, you know, the body doesn't recognize some of the food. It's processed. We, you know, it doesn't even, it's not even biological food to the body. So there's so many things affecting us and there's so many, quite a variety of symptoms. So generally we're going to wake up fatigued. We're always tired after a night's sleep. We're not sleeping well anymore. We're feeling um, anxious, anxiety, overwhelmed. I feel like a loss of motivation for life. I can be depressed. Um, gut issues, a lot of gut issues, mental issues. We're seeing disease later in life. Um, let me think of a few more for you. Um, yes, I've mentioned not sleeping well. And uh, this has a knock-on effect of all the systems. We're not sleeping well. We're not regenerating. We're not reviving the body. That's where all the regeneration takes place, in deep sleep. You know, we're on screens too late, so it's stimulating this, the, 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 the stress response late at night, so we're not getting into deep sleep. We're not healing. Our immune system is often shot, so we're getting sick more often, and we can't seem to shake it because our immune systems are also exhausted. So, so many various um, symptoms are coming out, and we're just not feeding ourselves. We're tired all the time. You know, we're not focused. You know, our brain can't focus. We we have um, brain fog. So all these various kind of symptoms, and we can't really put our finger on it. We can't really say exactly what is going on in the body. And then people go to the doctor, and then the doctor wants to medicate. And a lot of it, we can heal ourselves just by changing our lifestyles, implementing simple tools to help down-regulate the nervous system. Mm, very interesting. Um, as we said, as I was talking to you before the show, you know, I, I think that, that, that in previous generations, that's how people did heal themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you've like lost the, oh, we just, we've just gone like for the kill. Just give me the tablets and Absolutely. it will go away. And truthfully, you know, you can run, you can't hide and eventually <laughs> the dark does catch up to you. Absolutely. So, you know, those sort of things, Treat symptoms, but they're not getting to the root of the problem. So the doctor can medicate you. You can feel better in the moment or for a few days, but we're not getting to the root of the problem. And that is what we've got to look at. 
We are speaking to Lee Cabrilla and we are talking about the art of finding calm. We'd love you to join the conversation. 34519 is our SMS line. 0618951019, our telegram number. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. We're talking to Lee Cabral. We're talking about the art of finding calm. Um, obviously, everything that you're saying, Lee, about down regulation has to do with the nervous system. So maybe right. let's have a definition of what is the nervous system. Right. Um, so the nervous system is consists of um, two parts. First of all, the brain and the spinal cord, which is the central nervous system. And then we have the, the other part of the nervous system, which consists is the um, – other part is the the somatic nervous system, which is all our senses. This is the peripheral nervous system. So all the senses. So this is where I think we're having a lot of trouble today because we're so busy. We don't want to, we know we're so disconnected to our bodies that we don't want to feel the body. We don't want to feel the sensations or we have traumas. We have difficulties. We don't want to feel those hard emotions, those difficult emotions. So we kind of shut off and we live in our brains. We live in our heads. Thinking, overthinking, busyness. So we need to actually get back into our bodies and start listening to the body, sensing the sensation. So it's what I see, what I hear, what I smell, what I feel and touch. So all the sensory aspects is makes up the sensory nervous system. Then the other part of that is um, the autonomic nervous system. Now, this is what consists of the um, sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic. So the sympathetic is our fight-flight response, and the parasympathetic is called the rest and digest, where we calm, we find that calm. So we need to start feeling and processing emotions. And remember, when we want to down-regulate from sympathetic to parasympathetic, so that's fight-flight into that calm, we want to transition into that more regularly and easily. It's supposed to be easy for us. We need to start processing physically in the body. We need to start feeling those sensations. And when we are in sympathetic mode, there's a lot of underlying tension in the body. I think we all feel that. We have constantly this tension within us, within the muscular system. And that tension now starts restricting blood flow. And if there is a restriction of blood flow, there's a restriction of oxygen to our cells. There's a restriction of nutrients to our cells. We're not able to detox the body. So our cells are now living in our toxic waste. So this is where the cells start dying and biology starts changing. So the sensory system and the physical feeling sensations and moving and breathing are all part of movement. And that starts releasing all this underlying tension. It starts getting things flowing again. And when I sense and feel in my body, I'm releasing that stuck energy, that stuck tension. I'm letting go. I'm allowing myself to feel emotion, to process things out of the body physically. I mean, if you think of a dog when it has a trauma, it just shakes. And that's how it really, it physically has to release that trauma from the body. And it's the same. We are also animals from the animal kingdom and we need to physically feel our emotions. I mean, I know society today, we don't want to see each other crying and we want to shut down those emotions. I, I want to say that to you. What happens if, if, if your emotions are just overwhelming or, or, or you, you don't want it or you just, you're you not in tune with your yeah. emotions because of all the trauma. 
Well, you know well, what? That I is think- the problem. That is why we are stuck in the sympathetic mode. And another thing about the nervous system is the nervous system's primary task is to keep you safe, to protect you and keep you alive. So it's going to make whatever compensation it has to. So you might live for years pushing down those emotions and you wonder why you're in sympathetic mode and why you're not feeling well or you're getting disease. We have to start slowing down, start being more aware. It all starts with awareness. You know, if we're not aware of something, we can't change it. So being aware of what is going on in my body. What do you, why am I feeling triggered? Is this something that I've had all my life? Is it a trauma from childhood? Is it, you know, a belief I've had my whole childhood? What is triggering me? And we've got to see and, and really be aware of what's going on in our bodies. Again, connecting to your body, feeling, oh, I'm feeling this emotion. Why am I feeling this? You start questioning these things and start being more aware of yourself and why you need to process something. And, and showing, mm-hmm. what happens then? So, um, actually, as, as you're talking, I was just thinking about it. Like um, in my my younger years, I was in sympathetic like overdrive. Okay, mm. doing, I mean, running, did like like I just I could handle anything and everything. And as I've learned to slow down and mm-hmm. listen, I've realised how much more sensitive I am to my environment. An example was I had to take my grandsons to to play soccer. Did you go there on Sunday? Yes. The noise drove me. Insane. Mm. I walked there, I clenched like this, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've been in places where there's been 10,000 people and I'm not, but suddenly like, it was, it was too much for me. Overwhelming. Like, it was overwhelming. And as I left, my one great side says, Sapti, you need to go to Mother Nature. And I say, no. <laughs> I'm on the grass outside and just. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think of you, Adelon, like, you know, you, you're a grandmother and you don't have the children at home and you don't have all those like crazy days with the children all day. Imagine even just children in a classroom environment when there's 20 something children in there and they can't handle noise. Yeah. Imagine how, how, how much stress their bodies are going under. Like I was just actually thinking, yeah, yeah, was a, a situation and I'm not knocking the football <laughs> industry or anything, but I was just thinking to myself, here is a Sunday morning. Where you're taking kids out to play out, but the loud music, the mm. bang, the mm. going, you're destroying a time where they're moving their bodies. They can yeah. actually stress. They can have a lot of things. And it became like, I just, I, I actually, actually saw another out. post this morning on Instagram about different types of schools. So in America, it's like colorful papers all over the room. There's stuff everywhere. There's, you know, just so much for the children to look at and process. And then, I don't know, in Finland somewhere, they, everything's calm. It's like all neutral. There isn't things all over the walls, all over the, posted all over the place. Just like the children can really just feel like they're in a calmer, you know, nicer environment so they can actually concentrate. But mm-hmm. a lot of things stress us. People hooting, people screaming, people shouting, loud, loud noises, funny smells. I mean, it's, it's a constant thing that our bodies are under that stress and pressure. Yeah. And that's sensory overload. We yes. come back to our senses, but it's sensory. It's too much for our nervous systems. You know, back in the day, say many, many years back, we had a couple of stresses in our day, and that was it. We'd come home at a reasonable hour. We didn't work at night. We didn't work weekends. We had time to recalibrate and calm and find that happy balance. 
In today's world, we're just inundated. You know, our stress cup just gets fuller and fuller, and we're getting inundated from stresses from every angle. We have mental, emotional stresses. We have physical stresses. We have chemical stresses. We're inundated, inundated from toxins, internal toxins, external. So our nervous systems are just not coping with all of So we have to take responsibility. I mean, life is not going to slow down for us. So each one of us needs to take responsibility and Make changes, lifestyle changes. You've got to make sure when I come home, I'm going to walk around the neighborhood with my dog. I'm going to meet my friends for coffee and have a few hours off. I'm going to do things that bring me joy. I'm going to get outside in nature that is healing. I'm going to get into the sunshine. My body needs sun. I need to be grounded, barefoot on earth, getting electrons from earth into my cells, my mitochondria. Our body relies on all these primal instincts, which we have moved further and further and further away from. So it's almost like the more we disconnect from nature, the more lost we become. Because we are more technologically advanced right now than ever before, yet we are the most unhappy, most depressed, most ill and sick nation we've ever been. And and why is that? You've got to look at how we were designed to live, like primal man, caveman. We were designed to live in harmony with nature. That's our bodies haven't changed, just our lifestyles have completely changed. So let's let's talk a little bit about how breathing and movement can help us. Right. So breathing and especially breathing, breathing is our first and primary movement pattern. Our diaphragm moves, works with our pelvic floor. This is what creates that intrinsic core, which people talk about core when we exercise. It's not just your abdominal muscles. Actually, your breathing and the muscles that perform the breathing action are what our intrinsic core is. So if you're not breathing well, you're not going to move well. And your breathing can completely change your state. If I'm shallow breathing into my chest, which is my stress breath, I'm going to be in sympathetic mode. Immediately that tells my brain I'm in a dangerous situation or I'm stressed and it puts you in sympathetic mode. Whereas if I'm breathing slowly through the nose, down deeply into the belly and the rib cage. I'm using my diaphragm. I'm slowing my breathing down. Immediately tells my brain, I'm safe. There's nothing to stress about. And I immediately shift my response into parasympathetic calm response. So how I'm breathing is almost like a remote control. Although it's automatic, I can also control it. So in an overwhelming situation, I can just take some a few slow diaphragmatic nasal slow breaths, calm myself down in those few moments, and I can completely change my state from overwhelm to finding a little bit of control and changing how I'm feeling in that moment. And then my response will be different as well. In through the nose and out through the nose. I mean, like when you start learning about breathing, is out through the mouth. Yes, there's so so many techniques. Generally, on a daily basis, we want to be nasal breathing. We are born nasal breathers. If you look at any animal, they breathe through the nose unless they are sick or dying. So we have reverted to this mouth breathing, which is is not the natural way of breathing. So when you remember in the day, we want to close the mouth and revert to nasal breathing. What that does is, obviously, it gets rid of bacteria and viruses, first of all. So it filters that out. It also um, creates what's called nitric oxide in the sinus passages, and that is a vasodilator. So it opens the vessels so that you can oxygenate the body better. And what it does, breathing through the nose, it automatically, because there's less air going in and out, it forces your breathing to slow down. 
and it forces the diaphragm to work more efficiently. Because a lot of us are chest breathers because we're in stress. So we, this is our, our default pattern of breathing when we need that extra breath when I'm sort of sprinting or running or playing, ex- doing exercise. What we want to do on a daily basis, there are three zones of respiration. The first is down deep into the belly. And it's not just in the front. This is 360 degree, a little bit into the back and the side. So we want to, on a general day, be breathing down deep into the belly. The second zone is a little bit more into the rib cage where it's going to expand into the ribs, so belly up into rib cage. So that tells you if I'm restricted with movement, I'm so tight because I don't move or I sit all day, so those muscles are so tight that my diaphragm can't move, my ribs can't move, also puts me in that stress response. So that's why movement is so important and breathing. So when I am loose enough, I'm going to breathe into my belly. I'm going to breathe into my rib cage, my thoracic area. And then I'm going to exhale through the mouth when I want to relax. So remember, we can exhale through the mouth or the nose. Nose nose breathing will slow it down even further, relax me even more. So that's why during a day, we'd like to nose breathe continually as much as possible. Obviously, unless I'm speaking or talking or whatever it is, exercising. And then when we do exercises, just to get more breath out, it's always great to then exhale slowly, gently through pursed lips out of the mouth. So both are correct, but on a daily basis through the nose, internally and ex- on the I found this mouth breathing thing so interesting because I know I've seen so many places where they start mouth taping at night for people so yes. that they breathe through their nose and so that they breathe correctly. Yes, that's how we train it. So even, I mean, you can even order, I think it's like a, a type of an elastoplast that actually for children goes around the mouth. They're finding a lot of issues with kids and it even changes the whole face, the shape of your face, the structure, the bone structure, the jaws. That's why so many kids are needing braces this day and age. Also got to do with our soft food, but mouth breathing is, has been with um, a lot of studies been related to ADHD, asthmas, sleep um, apnea, snoring, and so many other than the cascade of effects with physiologically in the body as well. So, so many issues just from mouth breathing. So, when you remember closed mouth, and we can tape just a very distant on the top and the bottom, and it can be a tiny little piece of tape just to retrain the mouth to stay closed. You don't want to obviously... With Wim Hof, he's kind of like revolutionized breathing and cold water Mm. immersion and changing people who have like extreme anxiety and panic attacks mm. and, and really change their brain chemistry with breathing. That's right. And he does more of a conscious connected type breathing, which is also great. Helps get a lot of that emotional stuff out, gives you a good result there. So it's a lot of faster, quicker, bigger breaths. And that's a, just a different type of, of breathing, but also helps people really get rid of stuck emotion, stuck energy. And then the relaxation breathing, which I focus a lot on, is just calming that nervous system. So if you do do the conscious connected, nice to then finish off with slow, relaxed breathing, which is always in through the nose for, say, four counts, gently, long and slow, out through the mouth for eight counts. So the exhale will always be longer than the inhale, double the length of the inhale. That's how we Breathe so much like this that, that I don't know what, that it becomes detrimental to you. Like if I, if I do a session, maybe a five minutes or four in, eight out, like I'm calm, but what happens if I sit and do it for an hour? What will happen to me? Well, you'd be very, very relaxed and more than likely you'll eventually fall asleep. It's very calming, great to do before bed. So preferably not to do while driving for too long. You're going to do two or three breaths <laughs> of feeling stressed in the traffic. 
I don't think people have a whole hour to sit and breathe. Not many people. So even just to start small. Not something that can be detrimental if you, if I'm putting it in virtual comms, if you no. overuse. I think the conscious effect one, like the when Wim Hof does, do you suggest that people do it with a practitioner so that they're, yes. they're done correctly Definitely. and manage the emotions and manage yes. the, the yes. IT? Because a lot of people have almost like an unconscious release. So you need someone there who actually knows what they're doing, how to respond with this and how to help you through that to release that trauma. So that definitely that type of breathing I would do with a practitioner. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the other easier breathing techniques are you welcome to do on your own and nice to do when you can fit it and start small. You know, people say, Oh, I don't have time. I can't fit it. It literally takes three or four breaths and you can feel a difference. It's really not hard. What is the vagus nerve? The vagus nerve is part of our parasympathetic nervous system. It's the longest nerve in the body coming from the brainstem down alongside the esophagus. It comes right down through our diaphragm and into the internal or and wraps in between all those internal organs. Now, this this um, vagus nerve um, helps us. It's the, the master down regulator. When it's working well and we have good vagal tone, we easily can transition from sympathetic mode to parasympathetic response. It's easy for us. We're quite resilient and it's easy for me to downregulate. However, people where their vagus nerve is pretty low on tone, they struggle to get out of that. So they struggle to activate that nerve to help calm them. So it's part of your parasympathetic nervous system. And we can use tools and means to stimulate this vagus nerve to help get us into a more of a calmer state, which is great because we can use these tools. And breathing is one of them. Movement is one because we're stimulating, we we are vibrating and moving that vagus nerve with the diaphragm and with the internal organs when we move. And anything where we humming, playing an instrument, every because it's alongside down the esophagus, down the throat here, anything with humming or chanting or Hum, vibration is going to stimulate that nerve. Even if we massage the face, the facial nerves are indirectly connected to the vagus nerve. So that's why when someone rubs your ears or tickles your face, it feels so good and relaxing. So we can use these little tools in the day. Oh, I'm feeling stressed. I can just give my ears a rub, massage my face, do a little bit of humming or gargling or that sort of thing and helps me downregulate completely. We're talking to Lee Cabral. If you have a question about trying to find calm or you've got some practice that you want to uh, ask about, 34519 is our SMS line. 061-895-1019 is our telegram number. This is 101.9 Ha FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We've spoken a lot about breathing. We've got like another 10 minutes. Can we talk about exercising now? Because mm-hmm. I went through a stage where I did all this high intensity, um, exercise, had somebody come and she grilled me for like, I don't know, 45 <laughs> minutes twice a week. And after that, like she would come in on Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, like my body was just completely finished, inflamed. And, you know, as it was recovering, Thursday she would come and I'd get another hammering and eventually, like, I actually asked myself why. And mm. I started, like, learning that, that you know, going and killing your body, like, running 10 kilometers and driving yourself, it's like, isn't exactly always 
the best way. I'm not saying that it isn't good, but I'm just saying it isn't always the best way to de-stress. Absolutely. Quite right. Um, well, what happens when we are in a sympathetic mode, our bodies are inflamed. And remember, when we are in the sympathetic mode, there's cortisol pumping through our bodies, the stress hormone. And if you are already stressed, going and running flat out on a treadmill or killing yourself, it's just going to raise your cortisol levels even more so. So you're going to stress your body out even more. So quite right, not good for relaxation and not good for healing. So remember, if we are in a stress response, we cannot heal. We have to first be able to downregulate that nervous system before healing can take place. Place rejuvenation, regeneration. So if I'm killing myself in the gym, it is doing the absolute opposite of what I'm wanting to do. And it doesn't mean you have to cut out these high impact things if that's what you enjoy. I mean, long term, it's just for now until you can regulate the nervous system once again and then reintroduce slowly that type of exercise. So what you want to be doing, if you are in a chronic stress state, you want to be doing things like movement, um, yoga, breath work, um, implementing a lot more flexibility, mobility, down regulation. You can exercise, but much shorter bouts of exercise and much less intensity. So you're not overwhelming the body even more so because now it's totally stressed and you're adding another stressor onto that. So exercise is a stressor. So we want to really take it down. So popular. It's just one of those calm, you know, it does a lot for your body. Yeah, you know, you're working hard in yoga, but it's at a slow pace. You're working at your own intensity and you're doing a lot of breathing with it, which helps downregulate. That's why it's so healing. And you're moving, you're releasing all that stuck internal tension and tightness and emotions. So very good for healing as well. So you totally want to take down the intensity of your exercising to things that serve you and listen to your body. Show your body love. And if you are feeling overwhelmed or extra tired, rather take the time off than push through it because you're making matters worse. If you're tired and you really don't feel like that workout, rather go for a walk around the block with your dog or doing something more calming and peaceful until we can start regulating those hormones, all hormonal, regulate those hormones, find balance, and then start implementing those more strenuous workouts again slowly. And that's what it's about. Intensity training, everybody's like into that, like the 30-minute spurt and then relax, and then the 30 minutes, you know, 30 seconds. Interval training. Mm-hmm. The interval training, like, is that something that, uh, you know, you, you would, uh, suggest? Um, yeah, well, look, it's, it's great for fitness, great for a little bit of overall, you know, you're not focusing too much on weight training. It's a nice overall workout. I would just make sure that the intensity was not too high and I wouldn't do it for too long. But as mm. I say, if you are somebody who is more on the chronic stress side, I would give that a little bit of a break till I'm a little bit more balanced and then implement that again. Because it is quite intense doing that type of a workout. It's quite high intensity doing a hit type of workout. Yeah. What other suggestions do you have for for uh, somebody to de-stress? Oh, many suggestions. It's just as I said, we need to take responsibility and put them in. Life is not getting any slower. So there's so many wonderful ways doing things you love. Painting, drawing, do you play an instrument? Finding time to implement things you enjoy in your day. I know we're busy, but we have to actually change our lifestyles. Little lifestyle changes make a huge impact in 10 years' time. So getting out in nature, as I mentioned, we have to be in nature, getting into the sun every day. Obviously not the hottest sun, especially now with the heat wave, but getting sunshine, grounding, 
barefoot on the floor, getting electrons from earth, finding time to move your body daily. And it doesn't have to be exercise or going to a gym if that's not what you enjoy, but just move, move differently. We don't want the same movement patterns either. Move to go, you enjoy a dance class, go dance. You enjoy playing soccer, go play soccer and socialize. Socializing and connecting, another big one. We are born to socialize and live in communities and connect. So do something with friends. Uh, making sure our, our eating, we're eating not processed food, but healthy, natural, organic food. You know, our food has changed so much, also causing total stress in the body and the digestive system. Drinking clean water, making sure we're not drinking chemicals. Purified, clean water. Um, so it's all the pillars of health, getting good restorative sleep, switching screens off two hours before I go to bed. Otherwise, I'm stimulating more cortisol in my body. So I'm, I'm, I'm reducing the melatonin, which is the hormone that induces sleep. So if I'm working late or I'm watching all these screens flashing at me, I'm going to induce more cortisol. Or if I'm exercising too late in the afternoon, I'm also producing more cortisol, which I'm not going to be able to sleep well. We want to start down-regulating it now. Create a beautiful atmosphere to sleep. Dark room, a cool room. Have a nice warm or cool bath. Um, you know, you've got to implement all these little things to help you sleep better because that is where regeneration all happens at night. And if I'm not sleeping well, I'm not going to heal. I'm not going to down-regulate either. So sleeping is a big hydration, making sure we are hydrated. A lot of us, I think, take that for granted. We think we're drinking enough water, but a lot of us are dehydrated. And every single system relies on proper hydration, mentally, physically, emotionally. So hydration, another big one. So you know. you're speaking, I'm, I'm thinking we're our own worst enemies, eh? Hey? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so hard. When you're so used to, you know, to finish playing the kids to sleep, you finally karma, you have time to yourself, pull out the phone and do it, you know, you have, it's, it's like... Absolutely. Then you have to make an effort to make these types of changes, but it's definitely worth it. Yes. Just yeah. take effort. And I, I always feel like, you know, man has come so far. We've developed so much. I mean, we're phenomenal what we've developed, all this technology. It's fantastic. But to our detriment, to our health, it's definitely mm. detriment. You know, the better and more advanced we get, the more our health just seems to decline, unfortunately. We're living in houses, isolated all this false light um, for hours, sitting for hours, not moving, eating the incorrect foods. So we are just kind of promoting all this toxic toxicity for ourselves internally and externally. I think it just boils down to what you say is that we need to take responsibility. We are response able. And instead of like just blaming, you know, that the traffic was bad and the kids driving crazy and the bank manager's on me and my husband's on me, oh, all, all, all the rigmarole, if we know that we are responsible and we actually take, we rein ourselves in, Absolutely. then that, like that's the, that's the turnaround. And then you can start yeah. taking steps and saying, I'm mm-hmm. going to give 20 minutes to myself, you know, and, uh, I'm going to, 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 to read or, or, or do, do yeah. whatever that is that. That, that, that we want to do. We're just going to go for a quick break. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We just have like one or two minutes left. Lee, if somebody wants to get hold of you or, you know, wants to, to get your guidance, how can they, how can they get in touch with you? 
Uh, I can send you through my email. My email is mergsa at gmail.com. That's M-U-R-G-S-S-A at gmail.com. Um, alternatively, I am on Instagram under Lee Cabral. Someone can reach out to me through, through Instagram. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a big follower of Facebook. Very occasional. So mostly through my email and, um, on Instagram would be best. Yeah. We, we have one minute left. What, what is, what is something that you want to leave our listeners with? Like, if you want to sum it all up. Um, let me think. So listeners, I'd say, as I've said before, it's all about awareness and not only just awareness, getting to that point where you want to make those changes. I can't force you. I can't force clients to change. You've got to get to the point where you really can see the benefit. You hear the benefit, understand the benefit, understand education, understand, educate yourself, be more aware. And with this will come change. And making those changes, small changes, not to overwhelm yourself. Start today. Because in 10, 20 years' time, that can turn your life around by making and implementing these simple tools on a daily basis. Thank you so much. It Thank was, you so it much. It's certainly a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure. We really, really appreciate you bringing your wisdom and uh, giving everybody food for thought. Because this is what a healthy you are. I'm going to start with a change in my breathing. Let's start yeah. there. <laughs> and, and have a wonderful Thank day. You. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Take care.